Yo, 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 what's up? It's uh, Ben Scarborough, and I'm uh, chilling here in the secret room at Third Eye Collective with one of the hottest producers in the world right now. It's D Hill. Appreciate you for having me. It's up. It's lit. We lit. Long time coming. D. Finally here. Been here a lot of times. Going crazy. Best studio in the city. Best studio in the world, actually. Cosign. Yeah, yeah. Made a lot of hits here. A lot of plaques to put on this wall. That, sure. That's that's amazing. Yep. Uh, well, so I guess the elephant in the room for everybody who doesn't know, D. Hill is the uh, producer of a uh, double double platinum? Double platinum, no. Yep. Future and Drake's song, Life is Good. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. Appreciate it, bro. That's a, that's a hit hit. It's a hit, man. It's major. It's out of here. It's bigger than I thought it would be. Really? Yep. Well, okay, so like, can you can you kind of go into the uh, the story, the genesis, maybe, like how how everything kind of came together? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, hell, I was just making beats like regular, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, songs don't come out as soon as you send the beat. I sent the beat uh, May of last year, so May twenty nineteen, and um, I found out about the song about three months before it dropped, and shit, I had to keep that a secret for a little while. Sure, and um. You know, I did. I sent the the like the part I did was Future's part just to clear that up for people who may not know. I did Future's part, so to switch up, I sent that's the beat I sent to Future. Oh, and so um, shout out to Oz and Embezzle, they put together Drake's part. Okay, and the idea of them combining the two songs together that's something they decided to do. Uh, okay, so that's how it came about. That's kind of like the like two different rappers uh personalities kind of coming together yeah, something like that yeah. you know that's kind of been experimented with like don't you uh think that the uh the, the travis scott song that's what they got it from actually oz the same producer from uh Seco mode is the same producer no way on, i didn't even yeah, know that facts so that's i think that he had a lot to do with that i'm glad he did that because that's super innovative uh shit i think that, that has a lot to do with like how big the song blew up it's two different vibes, one song, you know. And the music video, it's very distinctive. Facts, yeah. It, it's almost like it's a short film or That's something what it like is. that. And um, I like it because it's it portrays, you know, the song is called "Life Is Good." Yeah. And throughout the video, there's different people working job, different jobs. I think just the whole message of it, like no matter what you're doing, life is good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it made it really connected with people. And the bar where Drake said. Uh, haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Yeah. When, as soon as he said it, I thought, okay, tax time is around the corner. That's yeah. going to go up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So everything came together the right way, especially in the video, though. That shit was hard. Do you think there was this, like, pressure to maybe follow up uh, What a Time to Be Alive, the group project that right. Drake and Future worked on? Have uh, they done very many? Do you see, know? I don't really know too much. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know too much of the details. Uh, I get asked that a lot, but... You know, I just like to send the beats. It's just, they going to do what they going to do. You feel me? Well, this is really special because usually when I sit down with people, it's before or after they've experienced some kind of like right. radical success. Right. And I feel like I'm getting a chance to talk with you uh, on your rise. Facts. Like, right. like I'm, if there's a, a bar graph and it's going up, I'm, I'm kind of right. hitting you like right, right here in the middle or whatever. Right. You're right. Yeah. So what's it like, uh, dealing with this uh attention that you're getting Uh, it's cool man i just don't let it get to me i'm still the same so as long as i keep in my mind as long as i stay the same Mm -hmm. everything's gonna be smooth keep doing what i did to get to where i'm going right now and everything's gonna go smooth and i just accept that a lot of stuff comes with it it took a little while for me to accept the small things like you know i wasn't really too into interviews and stuff like that but Uh, okay it's like this is part of the job i gotta get over it you know what i'm saying so I'm dealing with it the right way, man. It's just a part yeah. of it, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm beginning to love this, love this stuff that I have to do. Uh, what, uh, so, why music? I mean, that's all I ever known, man. Like, 
Christmas when I was young, I only wanted music toys. I mean, it's just music, man. I don't know. Man. Is just, it like a uh, runs in your family? Maybe. Uh, I had an uncle who did music, and he told me he actually told my parents like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be real big one day." But he he ended up passing away before I could really get to know him. You know what I'm saying? And really, the only brief memory I have of him was him showing me how to play guitar. So other than that, I think they had that's, a lot to that's do. That's strong. With it. Yeah. So. Well, or I guess the question I want to say is, what are your earliest memories making music with a computer? With a computer? Uh, I was 12 years old, man. Uh, That's a good age to get involved facts. with some shit. <laughs> because it's, it's more, see, when you get into it at that age, it's not you're not thinking about, yeah, I got to get somebody on these beats. You're doing it because I was in the I mind. got home from school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm firing up Windows. Facts. And it's like, okay, I got something to do when I get home from school. Yeah. You know what I'm like saying? It's like a game or something, It's like right? a video game. So after a while... I ditched my video game around that time and kind of replaced FL Studio as a video game, you know? That's great. So everybody else, while my buddies at that age was outside playing. I remember one time it snowed where I, where I lived, and it was, like, crazy because they would not, they could not get me to come outside. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, it's snowing, it's cold out there, and I'm locking in. Beats. Beats. That's all. Like, just locked in. Well, so um, I, I, as a filmmaker, I've got, like, my heroes. Right. And, and some of my heroes are actually independent filmmakers and kind of underground right right their song was never really sung right the praises was never really published right what are some uh people that you or who have some who some people that you've looked up to uh, over the years just over the years you know like really the pioneers of the trap sound which i consider to be zaytoven shotter and drummer boy and uh Prolific. boy the legends the goats a lot of my influence you can hear it you can hear it in my beats because i was so heavily influenced by them sure so, that's really the first, like, Drummer Boy really did it, though. That uh, It's a project that Gucci dropped around the time I started making beats, probably like 08, 09. It's called The Movie. Drummer Boy oh, was yeah. all over there. Super classic project. He had Mike Will did his debut on there. So it's just, even to this day, I go back to that project because it gives me that nostalgia. Like, okay, this is what made me start. So just really those three guys, though, for real. So I'm curious. 10-Minute uh, Film School uh, was the DVD commentary of a film, right? right? I'd flip over and listen to, you know, Ridley Scott talk about Blade Runner or right. some shit like that. Right. And, and it was always exciting to hear. I felt like I was sitting there right with them. Right. When you went looking for inspiration with, from these producers, did you ever get a chance to like seek out interviews and try to hear them speak? See, the thing is, it's those videos. See, back then they did like producers didn't really know that they could capitalize off of YouTube. So there were very few videos of guys cooking up. Zay was at it. You know, you had videos of Gucci and Zay. Drummer Boy, he had like a few videos, but mm -hmm. now they're full along with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, now YouTube is the thing. Mm -hmm. So, but before that, it was just little videos I would look at of Drummer Boy cooking up, Zay cooking up. Uh, See where they're at. Facts. Can't forget about Lex too. Lex Luger, that's really who kind of started that. Rubber band business? Facts. That rubber band business. That whole summer, I was like, that, ah! That, hey, that did it for me. That rubber yeah. band business, that did it for me. Because like, like, he's yeah. making his own sound or drum kit, Facts. right, at the time? Yep. yep. That must be, and then he's like selling the sounds yep. as a drum kit. Yep. So I, I guess as a producer, making your own sounds, is that, that's kind of like intermediate, not really beginner, but you work your way yeah, up you to that, Yeah, you got to work your maybe? way up to that. And a lot of times, bro, to be honest, like the sounds... Everybody uses the same things, but there's different variations of the same sound. Like for me, for instance, I like to cut certain things short, and it all boils down to everybody has pet peeves. Like me, like a t -t -t, like my hi hat, I don't like it to drag out, so I cut it short. Okay. So it's just little pet peeves that that I do, 
and other people may not know that's what I did, but hey, guess what? I'm gonna put that hi hat in a pack, and you know, along with some other sounds, sure. just you know, do my drum kit. That's amazing. Yep, yep. So besides the uh, Life Is Good project, mm-hmm. that you you had a release with Marlo that right. came out and yep. like took the streets by storm. Yep, it was a single, right? Facts. Like there was a music video shot for yep. it and everything. What was that like when that was coming out? Uh, that was that was crazy, man. People was like, you know, after they shot the video and stuff. Uh, snippets on Twitter started going out. You know, yeah. them shooting the video. Everybody was stoked the fact that Marlo, Lil Baby, and Future on the same song. So um, the the release was highly anticipated. And when it came out, it did just how I expected it to do. Yeah, it was like world star, like top of the world it went star. Crazy. It's like really, like really messed the streets up for real. Still is actually. So uh, usually, when a filmmaker has a hit film, the question on everybody's mind is, "What's your next movie going to be?" Right. Facts. Do you get any kind of questions like that in your direction? I, yeah, I always do. People like to ask. What are you working next. on next? Yeah, that type of question. But I like to keep everything, you know, not necessarily secret, but nothing is guaranteed. Bad boys move in silence. You know what I'm saying? You got to move in silence, by the way, because even with life is good, I'm living my regular life. People holding nuts on me, not wanting to mess with me. <laughs> Different artists, even producers who I might have wanted to cook up with, and life is good. Drop it's like wow, we treated this guy so wrong and he had this up his sleeve the whole time you know that seems so. like a tale as old as time maybe yep. like in 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 multiple industries it is it is like the you he, this is the guy who made the ipod was probably shit on until Man, the ipod came me, out and like, he was like yo every, every design was probably looked over no nah, that's not it that's not it mm-hmm. the whole time he's working on the ipod this is the one and he knew it you know what i'm saying so I like it. I like the element of surprise as well. So, so. I guess to aspiring creatives, mm-hmm. is that a what you would you plant that in their head? Maybe don't give yeah, up. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't give up for sure. Definitely don't give up. Never get your hopes up. I say, uh, I had tweeted this actually. Don't get excited about a placement until the song comes out. But honestly, me, I wouldn't get excited about it until the direct deposit hits. You know, for what sure. When, when, the, when everything okay, is yeah, when the check is in the account. When the check is in the account, <laughs> you've been paid for your work. Everything is that's when it's real. Yes. Yep. Well, so uh, are you always working, and when you're not working, what are some things that you're doing in your downtime? Uh, in my downtime, I might I pretty much work throughout the week. I may take two, two or three days off, but in those two or three days, I just be on YouTube, just knowledge. Like knowledge, YouTube is super informative. Even if I'm not watching anything music related, just stuff like uh, Business Insider, Architectural Digest, because I like looking at homes that I might want to purchase one day. Okay, yeah. You know, just stuff like that. Just stuff to spark my inspiration in ways that don't necessarily pertain to music or creating music. Sure, okay. Yeah. Uh, Are we doing any gaming or watching any TV shows, Uh, anything like that? Not really. I had started watching a TV show. I actually finished it. It's called uh, You. Great Netflix series, by the way. Okay. And um, I noticed that kind of took away from the time I wanted to make beats. I'm like, I'm so into this show. And sometimes I had to remind myself that downtime is cool. You know what I'm saying? Cause, mm-hmm. You know, it gives your brain a, a second to definitely. Because it got to a point, man. I just, just I got the same feeling I had felt from working my nine to five when I had a nine to five. I was like, okay, this is too cluttered. I got to let my brain chill. Yeah. You know, so I definitely recommend mental that. health. You got to take care of your mental health, like for real, because you can burn out doing anything. I don't care what it is. Like even if it's something you love, it can be too much. You know. So are you getting a chance to go and get different feels for what what it's like working in different studios, different mindsets? Uh, For sure, for sure. So, yeah, um, I like collaborating with my buddies, you know what I'm saying? Um, That's really it. You get ideas from them, bounce different things off, and sometimes, I don't know what it is, but 
for instance, like when me and DY collaborate or me and Gutter Tate might collaborate, like we become one in a way. So two brains together is always better than one. I end up doing some crazy off the wall stuff I wouldn't have did while I was by myself. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it takes that that one friend walking in the room that, yeah, that sets like, it off, it's right? A spark, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's definitely important. That's exciting. Yeah, man, I love it. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I am, uh, I'm really glad that you took time out to sit with us here in the secret room today. Yeah, man. I'm happy to be here, man. It's been, like I say, it's been a long time coming. Um, I'm glad I'm doing it, man. I like this. I like what y'all doing with that. Cool. It's hard. Yeah. Podcasting is something that, uh, I didn't even really know until I dove in head first. Yeah. Facts. I'm glad you did though. Cause it's not only is it lucrative, but it's a good way to push, you know, to promote the platform and your skill. The studio. Aspects, you know what I'm saying? The studios where. Yeah. Great studio, by the way. Must say again, best studio in the world. You know what I'm saying? Third Eye Collective. Right now, Atlanta's Best Kept Secret. Anytime somebody asks me, what studio you been? I say, Atlanta's Best best Kept Secret. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, I want to keep it that way. But. Chiching! <laughs> Facts. Well, what do you got going on for the rest of the day, man? Just chill it, man. Go get something to eat. You know, stuff like that. Mess around in the studio again, probably. Cool. Yeah. You want to get out of here and smoke one? Uh, Yeah, we can do that. Cool, man. Yep. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by. All right. And, appreciate uh, it, man. Oh, before we get out of here, because we got all the eyes and the ears of everybody that's fucking with your campaign, right. let these folks know something. Right. Got to let these folks know, man, a lot more music is on the way. Not going to speak on it. Keep holding nuts. Keep thinking this, that was it. Always going to make a way. Never going out bad. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I got to say. It's Ben Scarborough and D. Hill sitting here in the secret room at Third Eye Collective, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Peace out.